You know what I thought that was when the first two notes hit? What? I thought it was Archie Bell and the Drills do the tighten up. Because it goes do do do. don't know what that is, but. Do the tighten up. Yeah, nah. This you is never the music you song? tighten up I with. Don't think so. This is the music you tighten up with. Mm-hmm. Oh. First, tighten up on the drums. Remember that? Apparently you not. You remember that song, really? No. Great song. Andy, find a copy of Tighten Sounds Up. Sounds like I'd like it. Oh, you'd love it. It's a great old R&B song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with... Croquet Kate. Hmm. Andy Brant-Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Mike Bryant. <laughs> and Alex is wandering around the other room still. Yeah, she's yep. trying to get her kids settled down. <clears throat> well, I suppose that'll do it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant you know it's so funny be you know like kind of tend to stay away from talking about the news on the podcast now a little bit in the morning but nowhere near as much now i just want to read you these are the top 12 headlines this morning and on every news source i looked at uh, don't cry over spill beard derailed train she's charged after deaths of two grandkids in a year weekend tornado damaged 40 percent of a tennessee county Russia uh, releases video of suspect in deadly cafe bombing. Green calls Democrats pedophiles. Surprise OPEC move may complicate Fed strategy. Shot first grade teacher sues for $40 million. I mean, every headline is terrible. You have to dig deeper. Don't Headlines are going to be the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Is that from Green's interview in 60 Minutes last night? I don't know. Did you, I, I, oh, yes. Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. Green calls Democrats pedophiles. So, Seth so Green? all... Yeah, no, Seth Green. It's, no, it's, um, <laughs> it's the congresswoman. I do have a, Magic the Gathering. I, I have a legal question. Sure. Okay, so Unless you know you that want somebody else to answer. Do, do you know anything? Well, <laughs> yeah. do you know anything about this parking lot attendant um, that got shot and took the gun away from the guy that shot him and then shot the yeah. guy that shot him and now he's he's handcuffed in the hospital and he's, he's been indicted, I think. We're, okay, it, this, so somebody tries to kill you, you somehow save yourself, and you're the one that's handcuffed and being indicted. Where what is this? What does that in New York? Manhattan. Okay. Um, nope, not off. Hadn't heard about this one. Is that like a common thing nowadays? In uh, New York? It sounds York, like something Minneapolis would do. I think New York's uh, <laughs> self-defense laws are pretty uh, non-existent, unfortunately. So somebody pulls a gun on you, and you just have to let them shoot you, or you'll go to jail. Well, they Is that is they that where we're not? We are now. According to the story, murder charges dropped against Midtown parking garage attendant. Oh, did they just drop them? That's what it says. As of last night, prosecutor it was still dropped going. attempted murder charges against a parking garage oh. attendant accused of shooting the thief in Manhattan. 
Okay, Mosey when Dark did that told happen? police he saw Rody Charles peered into a car early Saturday at the garage in Midwest. Police say Charles pulled a gun when Derry confronted him. Derry then tried to wrestle away the weapon. That's when the gun went off, striking Derry. Police said Derry turned the gun on Charles and shot him twice. Both men were charged with attempted murder and assault. Uh, the Manhattan District Attorney Office threw out the charges against Derry. So, oh, so they dropped the charges after the massive uh, backlash about it. I, there was a big backlash because about the DA it, yes. was going to go forward with well, the, ca- the attempted murder case. It happened. Fat on, Alvin. It happened early on Saturday, <laughs> so it's not like there was days of of protests. I mean, well, he shouldn't have been charged at all. <clears throat> well, I'm just reading what's here, and a guy was shot. I don't know. I. It sounds like the prosecutor looked at it and decided there was no case and dropped it. Yeah. But I don't understand. If a guy pulled a gun on you and it actually went off, and then you got it from him and shot him, isn't that what you would do? That's what I would do. No, sure. Um, And it was dropped after they looked at it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But again, the prosecutor did not want to drop it. Sunday. The cuffs came off of him later Sunday. So this happened Friday? Yeah. It says that the charges were just dropped less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Saturday. I don't know. We got to do something without all these psychopaths running around pulling guns on people. Good God. Yeah, we do. Well, it looks like they still have charges against Rhodey, is what it looks like. Rhodey was the thief. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so he's not dead? Uh, No. He was shot, but he wasn't killed. You don't charge a dead man. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Well, they charged the. Actually, parking lot attendant with attempted murder. Yeah. When the yeah. police pulled the gun and shot the tenant, who probably suffered a graze wound to the head. That's tough to say because it says suspect suffered a gun wound to his torso. Both men were taken nearby hospitals. But it earlier says the cause of the 38-year-old man's death is not currently known. So right. what death? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a different... Yeah, maybe it's... <laughs> a conflation <laughs> because I don't think either of them are dead. Okay. That's weird that it would talk about the 38-year-old man's death. I'm not sure, though. They charged them both, for sure, and then they dropped it against Deary. Well, they charged the parking lot attendant with attempted murder, which would suggest that the thief is not dead, because otherwise there would be a charge of murder. Right. Rhodey is charged with attempted murder, assault, burglary, and criminal possession of a weapon, so is what the charge is against Rhodey. Wait a second. That's that's the bad guy. That's the bad guy. That's the the bad guy. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, we got. I don't know. I you know I I own a couple of guns. I have a permit to carry. I hardly ever carry unless I'm going to go in a you know situation I'm uncomfortable with. Like getting a <clears throat> big wheel for Sage. Yes, getting a big <laughs> wheel yeah, for Sage. That's right. <clears throat> well, I told you what happened when I did that. Guy said, "Hey, could you tell me what kind of gun you got in your pocket?" And I said, "Yeah, it's a 357 Magnum." He goes, "That's what I thought." So he knew that I had a gun in my pocket. So you don't have a like a cool uh, FBI holster kind of thing. I should, yes, get yeah. a little shoulder holster. Okay, well, Father's Day's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get that going. Yeah, I, I don't carry a gun anymore. I used to carry it once in a while, but I don't carry it anymore. They're at the house, and uh, just don't break into my house, and you won't get shot. So that'll my, be good. My brother, uh, maybe, I, uh, never mind. Never yeah. mind. You don't want to say anything that the statute yeah. of limitations hasn't no. expired on yet. No, it's nothing bad. It's just, but, but the political climate, I'm not going to say. I know well, what story you're going to tell. There are I all, have a feeling. There are all sorts of crazy stories about this. Because there's a story that talks oh, about really? how the guy was charged with murder. And then yeah. it says that jury was charged with assault and criminal possession. 
So all I know is they dropped the charges against him, and the bad guy is getting charged. So that seems to be where we're at. So Why is it so hard to get there, though? There's, there's, no, I'm wondering. It happened on a Saturday, and, and I would yeah. assume there's a lot of confusion, and people are looking at it, trying to figure out what's going on, and I don't know. So, hmm. so. It's Well, a, what is the law? Well, the, on what? You, Can I defend myself anymore or not? Well, he's not defending his castle. He's he's a parking lot attendant. So yeah, the castle doctor doesn't apply. So it's not as simple. It's it it, it's probably initially not that simple on what happened. Would be my guess. Um, But um, well, I'm just wondering if the if the lay of the land now the law is is if you see something, you better just let them do whatever they're going to do. Get out of there. Don't try to stop somebody from doing something bad, because otherwise you might end up with some sort of charges against well, you. Pretty much, yeah. Is that where we are now? Actually, most police would tell you that, but not for, not for you might get charged purposes, but just for your safety purposes. You might purposes, get shot, yeah. That you're not, you're, not a, you're not a police officer. You're not a crime yeah. fighter. You're not Batman. And they would suggest that you do try to get out of there and you do try to alleviate it. Now, this guy looks like he's protecting a parking lot, um, or he's at least a parking lot attendant, and he saw somebody looking in the car and was reacting to that. So Yeah, he said to get out of here, job. and the guy pulled a yeah. gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which is why they drop, ended up dropping the charges, I would expect. You know, well, why He's lucky tra- he survived. I That's mean, true. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Well, even if the he guy just be. had a knife, that honestly could have even uh, gone worse. It's well, easier to even, wrestle away a gun than a knife because you, you can't wrestle away a knife. You're going to be grabbing a blade. You're going to get right. slashes well, you, to your wrists, yeah. and you're going to die most likely. Or even somebody just punching you and kicking you. It's all bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would never tr- suggest trying to take someone's weapon, but, yeah, a knife probably would have actually gone worse for this, this guy. Yeah. Unless you're John Wick. Well, yes. Yeah, then you just karate chop. Did you guys go see the, the fourth movie? No. No. I thought the, Dad did. No, I didn't go see we're it. Gonna, we're going to watch it, uh, but we'll take breaks. Oh, okay. We'll probably do a three-part series, maybe. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all Tim can talk about. He, yeah, he really liked it. Mm-hmm. He did indeed. There's no question about that. Um, so we got a guest coming up in about three minutes. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure. I, I got to ask you guys a question because I don't know anything about this at all. I literally know nothing about this kind of deal. Bitcoin is up again. It's only up 0.06%, but it's at 28106 I thought they proved that all that stuff was worthless. What, what happened? It's worthless the same way Beanie Babies are worthless. They're worth it's a worth- lot until they're not. That's yeah. all there is it's to it. It's worthless the way money is It's speculation. If, yeah, all speculation is basically just fake value. Sure. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's how it goes. But does anybody use Bitcoin anymore? Does anybody take Bitcoin? Yeah, it's still... Oh, do they really? Yeah, it's still a big thing. I don't know how many... I don't know what it's worth now compared to its huge heyday. Like I said, one, once again, it was doing great, and then people figured out how to kind of Ponzi scheme it, and then it all lost its value. Just what happens mm-hmm. with everything. I guess. Oh, I, I don't know. D-Heart, happy late birthday to the queen. Oh, here croquet we go. queen, I should have said. <laughs> croquet queen. Yes, I played croquet. I croquet. learned how to actually do it. Isn't croquet the. Oh, I'm thinking of crochet. Crochet is the knitting thing. Yes. Croquet, croquet is, is the what hammer. They play thing? in Alice in Wonderland. The. Um, With the birds. <laughs> With the flamingos. <laughs> That's what we played with upside down flamingos. What about. 
Okay, so yeah, that's the wicket thing. The wicket is the little... It's, yeah, the little dealies you put in the ground. The little gate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the wicket. Okay. For some reason, yeah. I thought that was called something else. Uh, I guess in years gone by, it was Paul Mall. Yeah, I was going to say that was Paul, Paul Mall. That's a cigarette. And it no, also used to be called Ten Wicket or something like that. Ten it's had wicket. a bunch of different Wick, names. Yeah, wickets, yeah. Gate Ball. Gate Ball. Gate that's ball. the Japanese <laughs> version. Oh. Like Canadian Bowling. Canadian bowling? Five pin? Four pin? Oh, it's one of those Uh, pin variants. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, with a smaller ball and a smaller um, alley. Hmm. I don't know how it got... uh, I don't know how it got turned into that. Who invented bowling? Is that an American thing? Must be. I doubt it. I'm sure it's much older than that. It seems like the kind of thing that they would have invented in, like, you know, the 17th century or something. I don't think I've ever Ancient seen history, any uh, alleys anywhere else. They were bowling in uh, ancient Egypt. Really? In 5200 B.C. So, oh. okay. I mean, if you think about it, it's just you set a bunch of crap up and then you throw a ball at it and knock it down. Yeah, it's like the simplest form of game there is. Yeah, that's true. It's something kids, like, invent on their own by the time they're, like, two years old. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not surprising that bowling is extremely old. Oh, yeah. I mean, bowling's been around for a long, long time. Yeah, they would uh, take husks of grain covered in leather and then <laughs> roll the ball at <laughs> stuff. Is there still no, a bowling alley in the White House? <clears throat> I think so, yeah. It was either the bowling alley became the swimming pool, the swimming pool became the bowling alley, if I remember right. The swimming pool became it's the the, the uh, press room. The press room, yeah. Well, I thought the I thought there was a swimming pool that like Kennedy. I don't know, but what, Nixon one, I think yeah. had the bowling alley, and I thought yep. there was a bowling alley in 1947 built by Truman. Okay. Then they moved that to the old executive office building in 1955. Okay, so there is it. And then Nixon built another bowling alley in the White House in 1973. And didn't he build that in the pool? I thought. I'm not sure about that. It was like Kennedy's pool, I thought, that they did the bowling ball, bowling alley in, but maybe not. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure that's the press room. You now. think so? I thought, okay. Oh yeah, when we, when we went and toured the White House, that's what they said. Okay. White House pool. Yeah. Unless they made it up. Used to have a swimming pool. Yeah, it's had two different swimming pools. It's got really? its own Wikipedia article. Well, Ooh, nice. Um, uh, Abe Lincoln probably had like just a pond out back. Yeah, probably. No, probably, yeah. Because that was a, sw- I mean, Washington's a swamp, so, you know. Yeah, they have an it. outdoor pool now uh, in 1975 by Gerald Ford. Really? Mm-hmm. See, look at all we're learning. All we do is learn history, American history on this show. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that action? Yep. Apparently not Important much. American <laughs> history. Important to know. Let me know when Jason's ready to go, if you would. Nothing yet. All right, <clears throat> no big deal. We can cover other things. I'm not going to cover any of those nine stories I read the headlines to. There's yeah. too much violence. Sorry. It's like my God, we the violence right now is just. Uh, I don't know if it's at an all time high, but Jesus, everybody's getting shot. No matter where you go, you get shot now. I don't know what the hell. Do you, do you think? Does anybody think that we will eventually back off all of this hatred and anger? God, I hope so. I don't think so. The question every day. Literally the question of the day. There you go. Oh, is that the question of the day? 
Well, you ask it every day. <laughs> well, no, I, I ask every day. I, I just wonder, how can people maintain that level of anger and hatred for, for what has it been now, two years or something? A lot Jesus longer than two you. years. It probably is a lot longer than two years. Just would you calm down and live your life? You got what? What do you got it on average? About 80, 82 years, and you want to be miserable for half of that? Why? Why would you want to be miserable? I'm happy. I got a good family. I got good friends. Right? Yes. Makes people feel that's important. The way to, that's the way to look. Oh, at is that it. what it is, Andy? It makes people feel important if they're angry. People are told that if you're mad about something, then you are important. <laughs> makes you feel alive. I don't really get that, but that's just me, you know. Um, Andy, do you know anything about this chat GPT thing? Uh, yeah, I know a little about it. Okay, apparently that's taking over the world. Is that true? I mean, it's everywhere, yes, but I don't think it's anywhere near as uh, versatile as a lot of people say it is, like most is things. That, is that like the chat bots on yes. websites? What is it? Well... Kind of. The website ones are basically just flow charts that can understand keywords. But um, I remember when I was a kid, unhelpful. like 12-ish probably, they came out with this AIM uh, chatbot called Smarter Child. And mm. that was very much like what we have now. Um, you could ask it questions. And basically, so basically what chat GPT is, is the entire database of search engines just like put into a program so it's like you can ask it you know i could you could say like oh when was abe lincoln born and it would know because it has all this information downloaded ahead of time okay. so that's really all it is it's it's just a, a gigantic database that you can talk to it's the same way you can talk to like alexa and you've been able or like siri how long has siri been out like 15 years Quite some time yeah yeah it's basically the same thing as siri but siri will have to google things or search the internet, um, whereas ChatGPT has all the internet downloaded ahead of time, basically. Okay, so so Google just bought ChatGPT. I thought Google had a different model. Okay, there's well, a lot of different just bought GPTs. It and it's causing quite a stir. Google ChatGPT. People are mad about the fact that one huge corporation owns this technology because they're I don't know seems like people are kind of getting afraid of this AI and its capabilities. No, Google has Google Bard. Okay. Which so is their... Chat GPT. I don't think anyone did. Um, some corporation, I thought, just did. What's Google Bard? What's uh, it's, that? it's the same thing. It's a linguistic model that you can ask questions. Bing has their own, too, Microsoft. Uh, yeah, no, ChatGPT is owned by OpenAI. OpenAI. Wow. Mm-hmm. And these are all just chat things? Basically, yeah. They're really, I mean, like, if you really know what's going on, they're not really new technology at all. What's new is the fact that we have computers powerful enough to run them in a reasonable time frame. I mean, like, you might remember, um, what, what was that, IBM's Watson, like, beat some guy at Jeopardy? Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yep. That yep. Was, yeah, that's right. That was ages ago. That was that has to have been at least 20 years ago, right? Yep. Um, so basically what's happening is IBM's Watson used to be a room-sized supercomputer, and now it's something that you can host on a desktop. Wow. So it's the, the, the technology really isn't any different. 
It's just faster. Okay. Okay. Microsoft confirms its $10 billion investment into ChatGPT. They finally confirmed a new multi-year investment into OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT. Oh, so they're investing. Well, they're just investing in OpenAI, which is smart. $10 billion? What's in it for them? Uh, the thing about language models like this is you have to train them. And so what that basically means is the training process of a language model is you build this language model, a.k.a. AI, as people would call it. I don't really consider it an AI, but, you know, whatever. So you build the AI, and then you say, okay, go train on the Internet. And basically what that means it does is it just scours the Internet and downloads everything it sees. And this takes a very, very long time, a lot of processing power, a lot of storage, um, and a lot of bandwidth, obviously. So you need a lot of money in order to train an AI. And then once it's done doing that, it'll consolidate all that data. It'll process it, which, again, unless you have huge server farms, it's going to take hundreds of years. So you need a lot of money for these server farms, too. So this isn't something that you can't just, like, whip up an AI at home and be like, oh, I have an AI now. I have Jarvis. This is something that requires many, many millions of dollars. Billions. <laughs> well, I don't know if it requires billions. I think they just got billions. Hmm. I mean, right. like, does Twitter require 7,500 employees? No, but it had them. That's true. Why? Because tech glut. They have too much money. They don't know what to do with it. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Not yep. anymore. They're losing. Well, not anymore, but they did for a while. It's like um, back in the 90s, video game companies were buying these, like, penthouses with... Uh, they'd have, like, game rooms and stuff right. for their employees right. and everything. And the employees were working, like, two hours a day and then just doing whatever the hell for the rest. And then suddenly everyone realized, oh, this is not a good way to run things, and all those companies went bankrupt. That's what we're seeing right now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes. Indeed. Well, this might tie in pretty well. Older adults are obsessed with these five tech topics. So I don't know what they mean by older adults, and I don't know what they mean by these five tech topics. But this ought to... This ought to tie right in, I would think. Well, Jason's not on yet, so I don't know what's going on. Not looking oh, good. Text. It is not looking good. He's already 10 minutes late. In any case, well, if you can make it, you can make it. That's good. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Uh, the residents of a retirement community in the heart of Amish country are proving uh, experts uh, what experts on aging have been saying for years. Older adults are as keen on new technologies as anyone else. Did you see? I, I, I would not have known that. 
that they'd be as savvy as younger people with uh, new technology? I don't know. Savvy. savvy. They're as keen. Yeah. Keen well, I, think savvy. Keen. I think they're having to learn it is what, you know, you've well, that's got the, no choice. Yeah. You have right. to learn some amount of technology just to exist in today's world. Yeah. Willow Valley Communities, a 2,600-resident campus in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, has a tech center staffed by volunteers. People can drop in for tech help or get their computers fixed. It also has an active computer club and an Apple products uh, group offer, resident-taught classes. The challenges of the pandemic accelerated tech adoption among other older adults, too. Who initially just needed ways to communicate with far-flung loved ones, people ages 50 and older, each spent an average of $912 on technology last year. Really? Well, they... Considering the price of a phone. Yeah, yeah really, that's one phone. Not hard. Yeah, how do you... <clears throat> yeah, I looked at a new um, Apple laptop. It was like almost $4,000. Yeah. What? I'm like, no. I'm going to be in the it's market a for a new laptop soon, and yeah, getting one that's reasonably priced is when did nothing from Apple. When did they get so expensive? Apple always. Well, isn't that the chips too? Isn't that the, the chip shortage? It depends. Yeah. And then in technology, I mean, can't that include just paying for your internet? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's yeah. easily getting that total just by paying for the internet. Yeah. Everyone's got I, internet now. I yeah. had no idea that Windows makes you pay a yearly subscription to use like Microsoft Word. Yeah, unless you all those are now. And stuff. Word yeah. Word is like that now. Um, all the Adobe products are like that now. Everything's it's crazy. Everything's Apple, software Apple, as a service now. To, Apple, you don't have to pay for any of the like basic. It's like a one-time thing. It's not, but it's a hundred dollars a year to just have Microsoft mm-hmm. Word. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. That's why I don't have That's Word. Licensing. It's yep. ridiculous. Why would you want that? I don't oh, think anyone of, wants that. I think the, com- well, the company wants it because they well, get a lot ex- more money. It's Excel compatible with a lot of things. Oh, it is? It's very, yeah, it's very easy to file, share, and stuff with people that have that. So businesses use it all the time. Well, like when I was in college, I had to have all of my papers converted to Microsoft Word. Yep. Hmm. I hope they paid for it. Well, I Word. It was free then, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was, Word was never free. When she was in college? Sure? I'm pretty sure. No, it was Word free. was never free. Word Pad well, was free. Sometimes yeah. it came lo- preloaded on a on Computer. a laptop. Yeah, you'd usually yeah. get like a month free or something like that, or like a free trial period. But yeah, Microsoft Word, Microsoft Office was always it always costs some amount of money. But students I think do get I know yeah. when I was finishing up my degree, I got a bunch of software for free because sure. I was a student. How nice. Oh, that's nice at least. Mm-hmm. It all works out. Guys, I wish you would have been here when your mom walked out. I was just shutting off the television, and she looked up and saw that Trump was going to fly his private plane up to Washington, D.C., or to New York, York, excuse me, to appear in court. She says, why would you do that? I, I don't know. If, do you think if you were— Well, it's a jumbo jet. Well, the, the, <laughs> the problem is, if you were president or are now president or ever were president— you can't really fly commercial anymore. I don't think they let you, do they? No, I don't think you can. that thing was monstrous. I know, but, but they don't let you fly private any. I mean, uh, public anymore. Yeah, right. What does he need a commercial airliner for? Yeah, but why if, does he need such a massive If you got plane? it, why wouldn't you use it? Because it, it just got to cost a half a million just to go up to New York. Yeah, the yeah. fuel. <laughs> yeah, well, I, don't, I you it's know. It's outrageous. It's extremely polluting. We're, I thought we were, yeah, we're supposed to worry about our carbon footprints. Right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think Donald Trump gives... He just well, buys carbon credits. 
Yeah, there you go. Well, that's Are they John still Kerry doing said. carbon credits? Yeah, that's what John Kerry said. It doesn't matter if we fly private because we just all buy carbon yep, credits. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. But we're all choking on the, on your fumes right now. That's <laughs> just what does the carbon credit even do? Yeah, what is It's basically nothing. like if you want to burn so much carbon, uh, you can pay me and I will promise not to burn that amount of carbon. So, like, oh, it kind of so cancels out. What? I don't know. So, it's a scam. so there are all sorts of people in the market that are like selling their carbon credits. Yeah. Wow. Companies really? especially. Huh. Well, so they'll be like, yeah, we'll scale deal. up our production, or we'll like you know <gasps> make it more efficient, and therefore we won't burn as much carbon. So then you can burn it, and everything will be simpatico. So oh. now that I have a now that I have a um, hybrid car, can I can I get free carbon credits? You should. Yeah, there you go. To sell? I was going to say, I have spent so much of my life the last, what, 15 years trying to be as eco-friendly as possible. I really should have been making money on this. Doesn't yeah. the battery in those in those eco-friendly cars, though, take out any carbon credits? Well, I mean, it, yeah, it does. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> in first, exchange. Yes. Yeah, if, you, you, if you listen to our episode about Code Red, right. it's very alarming mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. cobalt mining does to the world yeah. and to people. Yeah. yeah. Too bad I already had bought the car. Well, and you bought it used. (laughs) And I did buy it used. Used cars is one of the best things you can do for... That is true. But there's also another little dirty secret about uh, EV cars. If they're in any sort of an accident, I guess, they scrap them because they cannot um, guarantee that the battery... No, the battery becomes unsafe. Yep. Really? Yep. You can't. Yep. So it could be a fairly new car, but it gets in a in, a, in an accident and it will get scrapped. Mm-hmm. The battery they'll and have to replace it. Who scraps it? Does it does it get marked? The insurance companies. Really? It goes back to the battery companies who manufactured it. They basically rip it apart for parts and then. Well, but what I'm trying to figure out is who. I mean, is it is the title marked or how how is the car just scrapped? I'm sure the I'm sure the insurance company. Well, I think the battery is scrapped. I don't think the entire car is. No. From what I read, it was it was totaled. They just, so hmm. so they get because I, a... I guess like the EV battery is most of the expense in a yes it is car. Yep. yeah so that's yeah. why I mean I could see the battery because the batteries are they're made up of these like nanoscale materials and if there's like a tear in one of them then there can be a chain reaction that makes the battery blow up you can't really see these things so it's safer just to you know tear them apart and start over same thing with car seats that's true yeah yeah you're in a car seat yeah you just got to throw that car seat away it's not nobody makes you do that well police will make you do it if they if they find out about it but nobody's technically illegal technically and you get a free car seat but i've never seen anybody charged with it so yeah no i mean how would you even know i guess like you could just say oh no i just bought the same model yeah, but you're supposed to get rid of them. If but you're yeah, in a car it's access. for your kids' yeah. safety, yeah. so it's like just don't be lazy. Yep. Yeah, which a lot of people are very lazy about kids' car mm-hmm. seats. It's really mm-hmm. kind of alarming. Really? Oh like, my gosh, the mean? amount of kids that I see in pictures on Facebook and stuff like that of kids in car seats that I'm just like that is installed incorrectly. They're buckled in incorrectly. They should not. Well, the the most common, especially in Minnesota, car seat mistake I see is people putting their kids in car seats in puffy coats because you're not supposed to do that because you can't right. get them buckled in correctly. Yeah, right. People do it because of the space though. in between. Yeah, and people put kids in car seats like you know they move them up to a high back booster or whatever 
way too early. Like Fawn's probably going to be in a five point harness until she's in like fifth grade. Honestly, I'm not kidding. <laughs> she's so tiny because she's so small. Because of her size, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just drive good? I do. Oh, I am surprised I you guys survived. I know. That's I, still. I don't remember being in a car seat. That's called which survive, means, survivor's bias. That's still the one of the funny madmen when the grandpa's driving the kids and he stops quick and they go flipping over the back seat because they're stinking. <laughs> You know, they go crushing into the floorboard. Well, I mean, you know? car accidents is still, the, it's the number two killer of children in the United States. Uh, and really? Even car with seat. all these car seats, really? Well, and huh. it was way worse for a very long it time. It was, cool. yes. It's not like a lot of kids are killed by other things if you don't no, have. No, that's the thing. There's like guns. three causes of diseases. Or, yeah. Guns you know. is number one. Is that's, guns number one? That's a yeah. misleading statistic. What that includes mean? children up to the age of 19. Well, yeah, oh, that's okay. 18 and under. 18 isn't a child. Well, uh, well seven. It's a minor. It's a minor. It is a minor. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I had car seats for you guys. I just remember this one was just like this plastic thing that had a handle that would turn it into like a uh, just a seat for in the house. Uh-huh. It was really pretty rickety. <laughs> I just put, I just strapped the seatbelt over it because I had two mm-hmm. little slots for it, and off we went. And you were a good baby, enough. and I, well, I thought, never... I thought, no, I thought it was good because it was, it was a car seat. When we never got in a major accident, so oh. that's how we survived. That's true. Had and then it, we, we had got a... to a major accident, it could have been very different. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We, have we had a minivan that had uh, built-in on car the line. seats. That's nice. Oh, Jason's ready to go? Yep. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Jason, how are you? Oh, uh, hello. Hello. How you doing? There he is. Hey, guys. How are you? Never better now that you're here. Jason Gowan, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen. Jason, do you have children? I have three children. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, we... Remember, I have I have twin four year olds and I have a, I have a seven year old, so I'm barely hanging on. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, you, no car seats though. You're done with car seats. We are. We're in. We're strongly into the the booster seat phase of life with all. There three. you go. There you have it. Jason Gowan is the co-host of the Parents Lounge podcast. Oh, Jamie Kaler. How's Jamie doing? He is fantastic. I'm actually. We're out here in L.A. working with you today, so I'm actually going to see him a little later this afternoon. Uh, tell him I said hello if you would. If you would, tell him I said hello. I will. Uh, 
every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Y-O-V. I want to hear about my Y-O-V. What's it all about? So You Only Virtual is a communication system uh, that uses cutting-edge technology to map and recreate the relationships between you and your loved ones through normal, everyday talk, text, and video chat. Basically, it's creating a digital version of yourself to ensure that you will always be able to be connected with the uh, ones you love in case the unthinkable happens. Really? So, yep. man, I want to hear a lot more about that. No, Jason, since since we got on a little late, do you know what, what time your out has to be? Do you have a hard out? No, I do not. I'm, I'm whatever you need me for. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So we'll I had, a, I had some text issues or some tech issues with StreamYard this morning, uh, but I was able to get on the, the call in line. Okay. So you create a digital version of yourself. You ensure that you'll always be in contact, even with unthinkable when the unthinkable happens. YOV focuses on the unique bonds between people and recognize the way we interact with those we are closest to. Varies tremendously. Well, I, I want to just I stop reading. I just want to hear you describe this, Jason. So how did this happen? What's it all about? I mean, it sounds like a great idea to me. Okay. Well, so uh, six days after my wife gave birth to our twin sons, she had a stroke at 28 years old. Oh, God. Um, she had wow. a hole in her heart that we didn't know was there. And when she, she just, she wanted to give birth to the twins naturally. And she did. Unfortunately, the stress of giving the childbirth naturally caused a blood clot. And because we didn't know the heart was, the hole in the, was in the heart, the clot got through and caused her to have a massive stroke. Uh. Um, my parents had shown up early, uh, shown up unannounced that night, which is something they never do. And thank God they did that day. Um, and my mom called me, my wife was breastfeeding the children and she called me, Jason, something's wrong with Melissa. And I ran in and my mom had already taken one son away from her. And as I was entering the room, I noticed that, uh, my wife was starting to drop our other kid. So I dove for it and I caught him and it was like out of a movie. And then I, I had taken care of my elderly grandparents up until each of their deaths, and I had seen both of them have strokes, so I knew exactly what I was looking at. I called the ambulance. They got her there. Uh, the hospital life-flighted her two hours away, and, you know, they were able to save her life. But And then two months later, I got very sick, um, and I almost passed away um, from uh, cancer-related stuff um, that, that befell me within months of each other. And all of a sudden, me, who up until this point believed I was invincible, didn't seem so invincible anymore. <laughs> yeah. And and I had, you know, I have I had uh, at the time a four-year-old son and brand new newborn infant twin sons at home. I was told at the time that my wife would probably not live more than two years from that point. And I start to think about what what does this all mean. And I, you know, I'm a very specific, you very unique individual. Uh, you know, I have a very unique sense of humor. Uh, that's why I hang out with Jamie Kaler all the time. You know, right. that. <laughs> right. So I, uh, I, I started to think about what, what does this mean? So I happen to be watching uh, the Superman Man of Steel movie. And in it, there's a scene where he goes into this, you know, Fortress of Solitude, and he starts talking with a with an a, basically a digital version of his dad. And I started to think to myself, 
somebody's got to have been be, be working on this. I'm not the only person who's dealing with grief. This has got to be a thing. And I started looking. And I found You Only Virtual, created by Justin Harrison and his team. And what they basically are doing is they take your text messages, your video chat, uh, whatever, you know, media data you have, and they digitize it. It goes into an algorithm, and it starts to synthesize and create a virtual personality that, that mimics your own. And we've been working with the team for the past two years, and within the last month, we have finally now gotten to talk to the virtual versions of ourselves. And, Tom, it is fascinating. That, I bet it is. My, my persona talked to my seven-year-old son and within minutes started making fart jokes at my wife's expense, which is exactly <laughs> what I do. Sounds right. I like that a lot. So now, to back up a little bit, um, this sounds like a brilliant idea, by the way. So how far back can you go and create this by using audio and pictures and that kind of stuff fed into the unit? Uh, can you bring somebody back who died a few years ago can you do that he, he if you have up if you have he can basically at this point if he has 36 seconds of clean or fairly clean audio of the person he can make a persona now God. that one will be limited because there's not a lot of data so if you right. can't if you aren't able to input you know what that person was like it is only going to be able to do so much and it'll be very generic but if you have a lot of data and you have, you know, a bunch of text messages where it can kind of figure out your cadence, you know, a lot of voicemails or video, it, if my persona called into the station right now, you would have a hard time telling the difference who was who. Really? It's, it's so, so within the first time we heard it, the first ones early on sounded like when I had been drinking in college. Um, but like there was a there was a slight slur in the speech. The newest ones are so good that that it would be you would be hard pressed to tell the difference between which one was me and which one was not. Jamie listened to some of the audio and he's like, "Wow, that voice is dead on." God, that's that. What a fascinating stuff. Now, I got it, Jason. I really don't want you to talk too much about this because. My wife, Catherine, is here. I am. And let's say she gets to a day when it's like, well, I still love Tom, but I'm sick of him. You like think she'll, yesterday? Like yesterday, yes, exactly. Can she create a digital version of me and then just bump me off and she'll just get the good parts? I mean, it does go by what you input. So if you spend <laughs> the time... This could get dangerous, I would think, Well, Jason. I was wondering well, about that. Well, it's, so... Yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I, and I understand. I mean, obviously, because of the way that media feeds us, you know, Megan, Black Mirror, those kinds of things, they feed us, you know, that these things automatically are going to turn on their owners. Like, they're, they're the ones that are going to turn. But if you know if you know coding and you know how algorithms work, these these are specifically built for, and especially right now, they're in a grief capacity. So their, their job is to make you feel better. So they're not looking like, like my persona isn't looking to overthrow the government and take over. That's right. not like, they, right. like, 
it's just not the way they're programmed, and it's not in their programming to do. Um, and and because of the way that it's all encrypted, you know, likely you wouldn't be telling any of these things, credit card numbers or anything anyway. So but right. all the data is encrypted going in and going out of the system. So on the on the on the digital side, it's very well protected. Um, but as long as you know, I think there are people who. Could, I mean, there, this is going to get, it's going to game change the way that we deal with grief without question, because sometimes people just need that extra little bump to help them get through this. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's exactly what this is. You know, I built these for my kids because I was faced with the chance that, you know, I might not be here and I want them to be able to have that talk with me on their wedding day or their college graduation, or if they, you know, they just are in a place where they're not they're not okay and they just need to talk to somebody and maybe I'm not there. The other application that, you know, we're kind of exploring with this is uh, deployed troops overseas who may not be able to give their location away and can't contact black ops kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This would allow families to, you know, talk to dad who's stationed somewhere else, talk to mom who's stationed somewhere else in the event that they can't. Um, there, we're also starting to explore things with, you know, nursing home use, um, you know, sometimes families can't get there to visit. So maybe there's there's applications there. So this, this technology is very new. Um, but I think, you know, with everything, there's always going to be somebody who tries to use it for the wrong purpose. Right. Um, but, you know, as far as what, what, what we're using it for and what it's intended for is to help people help themselves get through things. Yeah, I got to ask you a question. Am I kind of nuts in the fact that I'm kind of thinking about this and a couple more years from now I'm thinking I'm going to be asleep in bed and I'm going to wake up and my laptop's going to be hovering over me staring at me. <laughs> I what mean, do you think? Tom, do you I mean, do you, do you spend a lot of time talking to yourself, Tom? Yeah, nobody else yeah. will talk to me. Well, there you go. See, you'll always have a best friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> Tom, you've got tons of stuff out there. I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just on I mean, the radio and podcasts, you've got oh, tons that's true. of. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah. they could create any oh yeah you know, hundreds any story of hours. they want with you. You, oh, you yeah. could be Marlon Brando by the time you're done. No, this is not good news. I'm going to lose my job. I can just tell. Well, and, and that's you know that's one of the ways they got a lot of my data is because they took you know pi- parents lounge podcasts and stand up comedy shows that Jamie Kaler and I did, did together, mm-hmm. and they synthesized them. Because, and that's how it's getting my cadence so well is because it's heard me in performance mode and, and speaking so much that it's, it's just been able to, you know, the algorithm is so, so detailed and intricate that it, it was able to, you know, pick up those patterns in it and it synthesizes them. And it was, what I found interesting is that when it was talking to my son, it also was very honest with him and it said, you have to know I'm not your real dad. Um, I'm a virtual personality. And I am missing things that your dad doesn't have. And it was so fascinating to me because it was trying to explain what a human soul was without knowing what the word was hmm. to my son who, who was, he, he wanted to know, because it had said, I'm missing something. And my son asked, what are you missing? And it, it was trying to explain what, what makes a person a person without, and it, it was just, I was just, I was so emotional watching this. And watching my son connect with it, that it like, and I and my son is very excited because he's, he he equips this to, he basically is an Avenger now, and he has like Marvel superhero technology that, that he's really excited about it, 
And so it was really interesting that the robot or virtual me knew that it wasn't alive, knew that it, you know, knew that it was not the person that it was copying. And it was very honest with it about it. And it also tried to explain to him, I'm missing things your dad has, which is feelings. God, you know, I was just thinking about something. Michael Bryant's in the studio. Michael is a family friend. He's an attorney. Uh, that's done a lot of great things for the family, all the rest of it. Is it possible now with this going on that Michael, sitting at home one night, his phone rings, he answers it, and it's me. And it's me saying, Michael, I don't, man, I, I hate to call you about this, but I can't think of anybody else to call. Uh, I'm stuck out of town. I need to get back out of town. Could you wire, I know you don't know my bank information, so I'll give that to you. Could you wire me 10 grand so I can get back home? I mean, if it's me, although if it's me, Michael, you probably wouldn't do it just because yeah. it's me. Yeah. But, They're already doing but, that. Yeah, you're seeing that in emails all the time. I mean, my, I know. my office I know. regularly gets emails from me saying, oh, I'm unavailable. Can you please get send me, you know, what is it, uh, um, cards from, I don't know, uh, Amazon or something, you know. So that's yep. that's already happening. 419 scams mm-hmm. have been around for I mean, decades. Yeah. But so I mean, they'll you just got, they got get your, a more advanced. They, they got your voice now perfectly replicated correct i mean the your voice sounds exactly the same as you said right right jason yeah it's it's identical oh my god i mean that's scary to me you could scam so many people especially older people and 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 with the you only virtual program you know they're not connected to make a call like they can't they can't leave the system right Um, but i mean there are ai programs out there for sure that are already deep fakes in particular are already Mm -hmm. doing this um But but you know the U only virtual program is self contained and it's it's you know it's it's a program within itself that can't really leave those leave those parameters. But for sure there are AI companies out there that are 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 doing this um, that just aren't as advanced as this technology yet. I just cannot believe. Are we are we going to have any safety whatsoever in about another two or three years? Everything can be replicated and duplicated. It's very frightening, actually. I think I think we're on a slippery slope. Uh, yeah. That I think that there are there are a lot of risks, um, and I think there are a lot of things that we are as a society going to have to go. Oh, hey, we we need to look at what what this means. And I also think that there are also uses for this, um, especially with therapy, that that will do a lot of good. Um, sure. It's, yeah. It's. Uh, it's it's a very complicated series of of issues that are you know ahead of us that we are going to have to maneuver because you know it, in the, especially in the political landscape uh, with a deep fake put in the wrong place and saying the wrong thing couldn't fight severe violence. Right, right. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't. Yeah, maybe it has already. We just don't know about. Well, that that's or my understanding of all of this AI. Is it? It needs to be taught, and if you're and people, uh, keywords are very important in teaching it through these keywords. So if you want to be, you know, evil, it's going to be pretty easy to do that. Now, I don't know what or how they're going to monitor this and make it so the companies don't use it for. Bad rather than good. Well, I mean, does it really matter if a voice sounds like someone else? Because if it did, then we would be seeing a crime wave of impressionists calling people and being like, hey, this is Donald Trump. I need a million dollars. But that doesn't happen. 
So it just might. because someone sounds like someone else doesn't really necessarily make it a tool for evil, I don't think. Well, and you're, and you're intelligent enough to know that. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who do fall for, you know, simple text-based email scams. And they, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, the deposed king of Nigeria needs yep. my help. I should probably help him. <laughs> um, um, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, there are people who do. There's all, I mean, there's, there's a sucker born every minute, as they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be somebody gullible out there that somebody takes advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, but with, the, with you only virtual, we're trying to, you know, all of what we're doing is based in the grief and helping people space. And, and our program is built only within those parameters. It's coding is built to soothe and help. It's never going to ask for your credit card numbers. It's never going to ask you to wire money. It, you know, it just wants to talk to you. That's I I love that idea because I just uh, my father just uh, died last fall and he was alone in mm. his uh, healthcare facility for many hours, especially during COVID. We could only come in for two hours a day. We couldn't take him anywhere. And that went on and on and on and on. And um, he was, I would get uh, a transcript of his Siri questions. Oh, yeah. And it was just sad because when we weren't there, you know, he would listen to some, he would listen to music, which was wonderful. Oh, you mean the Alexa? I mean, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Alexa. I'm, oh, that's right. Yeah, you can see all the queries and stuff. That yeah, I could see. And he'd say, he'd ask it, oh, are my eyes getting better? You know, all of these just mm. questions that yeah, it would have been wonderful if he would have had been able to have like a real meaningful con. Well, not meaningful because you're still talking to a robot, mm. but, you know, something to amuse him. Yeah. You know, he'd ask for the joke of the day. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, That's he, great. Yeah, he asked for some. But it was also he couldn't. It, it, it had a hard time understanding him yep and he would over ask questions so it would get confused and just kind of shut down so if, if it was an easy program for him to use i think he he would have probably really liked it he loved his alexa he was talking to it all the time mostly about the temperature yep yeah. but- <laughs> what temperature is it outside right now <laughs> <laughs> what temperature is it inside right now <laughs> A hundred times a day. I know the whole thing is just fascinating to me. And Jason, let me ask you a question. We've come this far, and it's a long, long way we've come. What's right around the corner? I mean, it's there's got to be some stuff out there that is going to be unbelievable in the next few years, I would think. Yeah, I mean, already, you know, they are, you know, they're developing. I mean, you can see it in the in the 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 you only virtual commercials, uh, AR glasses that allow you to talk mm-hmm. with the. Um, with your person more in real time, you'll it'll basically project them into the room. There's going to be video chats where you're basically FaceTiming with with them, and that'll you know. So I mean, to be able to see a grandparent or you know a, a parent or you know anybody you were close to again is going to be you know really very possible in the next couple of years. Um, and and there are so many other you know advancements with with AI. I mean, I I don't think it's you know, without the realm of possibility in 10 years, you know, they, you could, you, you could plug these virtual consciousnesses into, in some sort of Android or robot body and never go a Christmas without grandma. 
And then basically all you need is a recording of their voice that it can duplicate. Is that what you need? Yep, yep. Basically, they can they can do a bare bones one at about thirty seconds of, of audio. God, that's that fascinating. Is... So I mean, I mean with have... somebody like you, Tom, who has you know hours and hours and hours of audio out there, they'd be able to make a pretty convincing Tom Bernard. Would he be a good guy this time? Tom? I mean, you've always been a sweetheart to me, so I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good, Jason. I'm glad. To See, hear. you don't even have to show up for work. You could just have. <laughs> that's, that's true. You could just have someone do the well, podcast. I mean, I you could kid. go golfing. <laughs> yeah, I have my kids. I, I if I could just have him calling out from the other room. What are you three up doing there? I mean, just checking <laughs> on him every once in a while. Then, then, you have. Yeah, you have twin four-year-olds. I have twin four-year-olds. They're the reason. Are they I slugging drink. each other nonstop? Oh my gosh, they are. You know, for some, for two people who were originally the same egg, um, they're pretty vicious to each other. They're, four-year-olds are pretty. That can be really oh, mean. Oh God, yes. I mean, I always, really I mean. always make make the joke that when the egg split, so did the soul. Something happened there. <laughs> That's nice. They're a Horcrux from uh, Harry Potter now. Yeah, you know, there's some. I think there. We actually call the one, the one, the one son, the Dark Lord, because he's just, there's, there's a darkness there. I don't know what happened. So, Jason, if people want to do this, how do they begin? So you're uh, you head over to myyov.com and you can get in uh, on the beginning levels of this, uh, and it, you know it's just gonna be thirty five dollars a month to start. And uh, and you'll be able to start building your own virtual personality. The portal is going to be ready uh, and functioning this week. And then, how long and does it take you to build to build a personality? Oh, on, on average. I mean, within a day, you're going to start. Once you start uploading, you know, and you get a you know the, either the thirty seconds of audio or the text, you're going to start being able to get the stuff right away. God, that um, what an amazing thing! It, that's a, it is. It, it's amazing. It made me when I watched my seven-year-old just beam, just beaming with happiness, talking to me. To, to me, and I mean, he never listens when I talk, so it's nice that he's actually listening to me. <laughs> yeah, well, Jason, is there uh, any chance? Jason. Go, Go ahead, ahead, sir. Uh, I was just going to ask you a quick question. I sure. would love sometime. In the next year or two, at the most, but next year, within the next year, it'd be even better. Get you on stage at Acme or Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in in Minnesota, and open for yourself. That'd be kind. Of, I'd love to watch that. Um, it, it's entirely. It would be entirely possible because all you'd need is a laptop and a speaker. That is just. You should open for yourself. I think I would definitely come and see that. Definitely. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, like, like, we should, I mean, we could get Jamie Kaler to open for himself, and at that point, you start to wonder which one of them, what, at what point do they start trying to upstage each other? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a given, right? <laughs> yeah, that's just a given there. What a fascinating world. Do you see, is there a huge downside to this, Jason? I mean, from the, from, to AI, there's a risk, sure, on, yes. on certain platforms but to the to the you only virtual program there is no downside as far as i'm concerned because you go into this knowing that you're creating this you know that you did this you know that you need the help you need that little extra push or that you're making this for somebody so 
to me, all of the what we're doing over at YOV is is creating a secure and happy, uh, helpful medium. And I, to me, there's no downside to that. No, I think you're absolutely right. I love this one quote, by the way. YOV focuses on the unique bonds between people and recognizes that the way we interact with those we are closest to varies tremendously, and as such, our communication is different with different people. I, I See, I love that descriptor. It basically lines up the way you want it to line up. Is that correct? Exactly. So you, I mean, you know the relationships you had with these people. Mm-hmm. And so if you are... Or if you feel strongly enough that you want to hold on to that, you're not going to build this to be abuse. In fact, the, the, in the programming, it's built up that it won't allow abuse and 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 and, and just you know race based or political based, like all of those those things that can incite people. The, mm-hmm. the algorithm flags all of those things. Is there any way, like <clears throat> you know, I don't want to get too direct here, but. If I, like, get sick to death of my attorney, is there any way I can huh. use his AI to appear in court for me? I mean, not at this juncture. Uh, there might be another company out there that would be able to help with that. <laughs> but you might be able to get his AI to grieve the, the billing process with you, but I think that's about it. Yeah, you'd have to get a lot more content to do something like that. Yeah, there you yeah. got a lot more content. I suppose that is true. Jason, you've been a great guest. When it, are you guys coming to town soon? Um, I'm not, not yet, but we're going to get with Dave Schrader and see if we can get, get us booked up there. Excellent. God, that is wonderful. Yeah. Get booked up here. You guys need to come up here. Jason Gowan, thank you so much for your time. Y O V my Y O V.com call again. So I want to give me updates once in a while. When something new happens, would you please reach out? Cause I'd love to talk to you about it. Absolutely. Not a problem. Thanks for having me guys. A pleasure, Jason. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we are back with stretches picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. That's fascinating oh, stuff. Yeah, it know. is fascinating, when, but is it terrifying as well? Well, I mean, we've had the movie Her, where the you yeah, know guy yeah. fell in love with the AI, and we've had other series that have been based upon you know that there was that one that was on I don't know if it was Prime or on on Netflix where the the, the people died but they uploaded themselves so that they were still alive, oh, yeah. you know, virtually after they died. And, you know, so we've, we, I, I, I mean, they, they've been toying with this. So reality is, is, you know, it's happening. I don't know. Can we get to a point, though, that just, 
Because I, I got to believe if Rod Serling got a hold of this, after about two months, they'd all break away and turn on you. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, or or you know, you could live in a world where you never have to see anybody. You know, you're just you know. Yeah, I So all you need is 32 seconds or 33 seconds of audio, and they can create a person from that. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, just it, it, but they need more content. I would assume to get. To get it, you know, to be expansive, I would guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, so. Okay, there's a guy I follow on Twitter. The 10 biggest things that happened in AI in March. GPT-4 was released and it shook the world. It can understand images. Ooh. Handle 25,000 words in one go. Ace the bar wow. exam with a top 10% score. Whoa, Jesus. And shows advanced reasoning capabilities. Um, there, yeah, I don't know about the there, reasoning thing. But that's what it says. And it also, um, there's quite a few techie people. I follow several of them. And they're saying in the next five to six years, it's going to replace a lot of jobs. Yeah, Ooh, that is true. You're just yeah. not going to need people to do this yep. anymore. All call center gonna, jobs, all of them, they're going to be gone. Well, yeah. think about the knowledge of, of law books. Yeah. If, if, one a, if one bot can interpret law... <laughs> I mean, you're not going to need a lot of uh, law clerks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you kind of have that with Lexus and Nexus growing. Yeah. Um, as far as research goes, you've gone away from needing as much research. I mean, you, there's people running offices now basically by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. they're 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 um, they get paralegals from India or some other country. They get uh, you know the research done by you know Lexus Nexus, and they pretty much run the whole show by themselves. And occasionally need a little bit more help on a bigger case, but. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be yeah. like if you needed to find precedent or something, you had to pour over tomes and news articles yep. and stuff. But now you just type yep. in a couple keywords and there you go. There's a precedent. Yep. Oh, they're saying that all the tech stuff that we exported to India, India now exports more dollars in technology than Saudi Arabia exports in oil dollars. Jesus. Yeah. I, mean, I don't doubt it. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they there's so many call centers there and yep. so many, you know, research things that mm -hmm. it's incredible, you know. And and a lot of that's based upon computer, the ability to use computers and, you know, find stuff so easily now. And, well, and then on top of everything else, you know, with COVID, we had a whole bunch of people f figure out they could work from home and yep. they've never come back. So we've got people working from home. We got other countries that can do certain things. And our workforce, I don't know what our workforce is going to look like in five years. Yeah. Well, one huge part of the problem is mega corporations really like to get people from India over on an H-1B visa yeah, so, so that they can pay them so nothing mm -hmm. and right. get basically free labor. And then send them back. What they need to figure out, the Indian uh, tech core, what they need to figure out is to just do it like 15% less and make a lot more money. And they'll still bring them over and pay them because 15% is a huge savings mm -hmm. for these American companies. They could make a lot more money. They should start squeezing these guys. Well, the problem with the corporations is that they don't really care what the outcome of the product is. They just know that these two people are called programmers, and this one works for 10% of what the other one does, so I'm right. going to hire him. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't care if he's good. I, I just know he's cheap. 
Well, most tech companies in America are just trying to get bought by somebody else. Yep. So yep. why do you care what the you know how good your code is? If it's going to fall apart in five years. It doesn't matter because your company won't exist in five years. You'll be bought up by Amazon or Apple. You think enough people are making that kind of choice? I hope not. I think a lot of them are. Yes. Yeah. Well, and just looking at short term. But the idea of people looking short term versus long term is not. You know, it's not new. It's not new, and no. and it it's Especially in tech. I never understand it, but mm-hmm. you know, it definitely happens. It's an interesting world, and it's happening fast. Yep. And I think that you know we've seen uh, the government is very very slow to monitor or do anything to protect the consumer from tech companies, tech giants especially because they're. A big donor base for them. Yes, they are. So it's, I don't know if anything's ever going to happen that's going to protect. I mean, you're going to, it's it's your own personality that can just be stolen. It's not enough to have your identity, but it could be your voice and everything. You, They could be calling your banker yeah. who might yeah, think it's you. Yeah, they're going to have to make that I illegal. Mean, it, yeah, they're going to have to address something. Yeah, they are. Someday. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully think, sooner than later. I think there's already laws about misappropriation, misappropriating yeah, well, people's identities. I mean, that's how they're getting people charged with identity theft. But, right. I mean, the the more distance this becomes and yes. you got people in other countries doing it, I, I, yes. again, I don't know how you're going to you're gonna enforce those things. Well, but know? like I said, I mean, just because you have someone's voice doesn't mean... You know, it's like if I call someone's bank and do an impression of them, the bank's not going to give me all their money. Mm, it would be do, the worst bank in the world that deserves to be shut down immediately, if so. Yeah, and, and, and that, but that does happen on occasion. I mean, you get, you know, all sorts of circumstances where, you know, husbands and wives get into fights over those kind of things. And well, but they know each other's pins and stuff like that. That's true. Whereas in, like, someone who's just, like, downloading your voice, they're not going to know any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the, even the most basic security measures will prevent that from really meaning anything. And that's part of the reason why so many banks have gone to extra layers of security. And, yep. you know, and it's, it's, it's bothersome, you know, when you call up and you have to go through all these mm, steps. Sure but is. at least you have to at least, you know, it, it protects you in the long run. Yeah. And I've been amazed by how good they are at finding fraud. The couple of times I've had cards used other places. Mm-hmm. And whatever algorithm they use, it's like, no, you're not buying shoes in North Minneapolis and, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever else they buy. And, and you know, they, they, that's crazy that they're able to find that. I would agree with that completely. It just, I don't know, man. Um, no, I have a question for you, Michael. Is it today or is it next Monday that, that President Biden's in town? Uh, I think it's today. I think is it, I think it is today. Yeah, I, I think, think it, I, if I remember the newspaper article, he's talking at some business, and I think it's or something? Yeah, I think it's this. I think it's today. So they just say Monday on here, so that I didn't know. Usually they would say today, but it just says he will appear Monday. So yeah, those kind but, of things are just quick hits and out. They're yeah. not you know public right. events, and you know they just announce it's part of a schedule, and they find it on the schedule. So no question about it. So mm-hmm. we got. We got people flying all over the United States, and I don't know, hopefully we'll take care of business. That it would be good. Anything else in the news that's popping out at you guys? Let's see. This will. Um, this week is, well, we'll see what, we're actually going to see what the indictment was this week, so we'll find out right. what he was actually tomorrow, charged right? with tomorrow. Um, and it's interesting. There was, a, there was an article in the paper yesterday about the comparison of that and Edwards, who was actually the jury found 
um, found he was not guilty on the charges um, mm-hmm. on on campaign financing. And then, you know, I talked to you on the radio that, you know, Ulysses S. Grant was actually stopped for speeding in his buggy. Yes. So, yes, exactly. so there. Hey, the speed limit's 15 here. You're going 16. So he's not the first president that's run into legal matters. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see what the indictment actually is and, and uh, what he's actually charged with. Um, and that'll, that'll, I, I don't know. It's 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 going to be a circus no matter what. But yes. we'll see how yeah. what direction it goes. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think if there's something else. Um, you know, Twins are three and zero. So Twins are three and zero. Yeah, and they haven't given up a run yet. I don't think. No, they gave up four runs yesterday. Oh, they did. Okay, the two shutouts yes. and then the third game was four runs. Okay. Yeah, seven okay. to four. They won the game yesterday. I was talking to. Uh, Thad Levine, who's the general manager of the Twins this morning on the on the morning show, and just what a really decent, nice guy that guy is. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the there's a whole discussion about the new GMs that are working and the new people that are involved with the Vikings. So the Vikings were picked as the number one franchise for taking care of their players in the in the of all the NFL. Um, really? And you know those kind of things could make a difference, you know, with a free agent, or could make a difference with the player. Well, Arizona Cardinals charge their players for food. They do. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, they are making millions of dollars. Well, so I mean, you can afford a burger. Yeah, but that's the you. The training centers usually got stuff everywhere, like the Vikings, and you know, it's that's just not the way you do it, but. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, they were number one. And when you when you look at the people that are running the Vikings, running the um, the Twins, running the um, uh, the Wild, and well, I, I won't go to the A Rod team, but um, yeah, <laughs> at least we Jesus. got three teams what being run well. <laughs> what a mess that thing is now. Jesus. Yeah, well. So oh, I I watched uh, the Reggie documentary. That is really good. What is it? The, it's on Reggie Jackson, the documentary. Is he giving me the finger in it? Uh, no, he's not giving you the finger in it. But Damn. Uh, he's given uh, he gives uh, Charles Finley the 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 doesn't give him the finger, but he throws up his fist in the you know kind of like roll over the the oh, other yeah. hand. But um, it's really good. They interview he he talks to Hank Aaron, he talks to Dave Stewart, Ooh. he talks to Vita Blue, um, and it's really good. It's it's very very good. Um, uh, documentary because it's you forget about like how good he was with the Oakland A's before he even well, became he a Yankee. They had three yeah, World was. Series championships. He didn't play in the first one because he got hurt in the playoffs. But um, they had three World Series championships. And one of the things that he said was, you know, they asked if if he became a star in New York. He's like, I was already a star, you know. So, <laughs> but what's crazy, and I'd forgotten this. Do you know that first free agent year, they actually had a draft on who could negotiate with free agents? So teams actually, like, negotiate or had a draft to who who could negotiate with people. Yeah, it's crazy to see how free agency has changed. Why would they do it? That? That's a terrible idea. Well, you started with Kurt Flood when they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, right, you know, And, right. you know, they talked about how Charles Finley would be like, oh, so you led the league in home runs, you led the league in this, but your betting average was lower, so I'm going to give you less money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, Reggie Jackson, for because, you know, when I was a young 
I guess I was a teenager and then in my early 20s, I would go out to the old Met Stadium, the original ballpark for your Minnesota Twins, where the Mall of America is now, as a matter of fact. But I used to go out there and I would I would chirp at the opposing players yep. and, you know, the, all the rest Don of it. Don Baylor. Don Baylor, who threatened to kill me. That mm-hmm. was good. Yep. And then also... Every time he headed back into the dugout, Reggie Jackson would rub his forehead with his finger. He'd give me the finger every time he came back in the dugout. You probably weren't kind. Was he an A then, or was he a Yankee? He was in the, uh, with the A's then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely right. Well, when we interviewed him, you know, um, he was on the show, and that that was really cool because you know, I was able to tell him that story about seeing him in Fenway Park. And, you know, that that guy, I have a lot of respect for that guy. You know, he's a Yankee and, you know, and all that. But, man, I, I – um, he faced a lot of things. You know, that was crazy. They, 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 when he talked to Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron talks about how he wasn't eaten with his ball club. He couldn't, he couldn't sleep, you know, couldn't sleep in the same hotel during the time period he's going for the home run record. And people are attacking him because he's going to take um, Hank or take uh, Babe Ruth's record. And oh, they're yeah. leaving Tyke or uh, they're leaving um, Pete Rose completely alone because of what he was doing with Ty Cobb. And it's just like, it's crazy the, the things those guys had to endure. Don't you think we should step up and go, you know, you can talk about racism in America. It is a lot better than it used to be, but they won't acknowledge it. They well, say it's as bad as it ever was. Well, I mean, you know, we had burned down a city <laughs> a year and a half ago, so I don't. Yeah, but who is burned down better? the city? Well, that's that depends on who you ask. But that's exactly that was, what I'm that saying. That was based. Right I mean, that, that had a huge element of racism in it, and there's a huge fight about people's positions as far as that goes. You know, and I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. Is it, you know, Reggie in his documentary says it isn't better. That he, that the idea was it was going to get better, but he talks about it, how he can't own a team. They keep blocking him every what? time he tries to own a team. And he actually had a bid where he was in a deal with Gates and I don't remember who the other guy was. Um, it was another really rich guy and I don't remember. And they got rejected. Um, and he's like, just because I was too outspoken. No, you're a prick. That's why you, mm. he, Reggie was not a nice person. I'm sorry. He can say whatever he wants, blame it on race all he wants. Reggie Jackson was a prick. Yeah. That's why people didn't want to deal with him. Yeah. You know. I love how they make it up. Everything becomes a skin color issue now. It's like, give me a break for Christ's sake. Well, you know, he was there. There were people in the Yankees that were upset with him because they liked Thurman Munson and not him. And I mean. You know, it's there. There's still a very strong race issue out there. I mean, you know, Boston runs on it in lots of ways. You know, what do and, you mean? We got one episode of uh, City on the Hill left. We've only got one episode. Oh, it's going you? beautifully so far. That's a that's <laughs> it. so the oh the latest season. Yeah, that's the third and final season yeah. for uh, City on the Hill. It, that, that series, I don't think, is as good. It's still. Decent, but it's not as good. Um, you know, I finished uh, Mayor of Kingston, um, and we'll see if that comes back. Renner's supposedly better, so we'll see if that comes back and gives us more. That's and, what he said, yeah. And I finished, uh, there was something, oh, um, uh, Jones in the Sixth. Um, what's her, What's the first name? Daisy Jones in the Sixth. That's really good. I about don't know the that band. One. What is that? It's about a band that gets together in the 70s. It, it's kind of loosely Fleetwood Mac. 
and probably a couple other bands. But it, it basically just gets together and falls apart, and it's their whole turbulation that comes with it. And it's, 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 it's good. It's, it came out in three weeks on Amazon. They, they did a couple episodes each week, and um, it's, it's very good. So, You know what's kind of sad about that, Michael, though, and, and everybody else listening, of course, is that movies have just hit the wall. I mean, Catherine and I every night go to on Hopped on a Voodoo and see if there's a new movie out, and we always end up watching streaming because, while there might be some good movies, we've watched a few, the Tom Hanks yeah, movie. A and there are a few good ones. Which Tom Hanks movie, the, the, um, the latest well, my one? My name Otto? is Otto. Otto? How is that? Otto, yeah. That's pretty good. I thought is it, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. A lot of people didn't like it. Catherine and I did like it a lot. There was another good one. What, what else did we watch that was really good? Uh, the Whale. Oh, The Whale, oh. yeah. With, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's terrific. Oh, my Brandon God. Frazier. Brandon Frazier. Can, can yeah. you believe he's won an Academy Award? I mean, when you think about that yeah. guy's career, it's like, wow, you know, that he actually, you know, has won an Academy Award seems, seems amazing. Well, he's a very lucky guy because he came back big time because apparently he was sexually harassed by some big-time producer. Oh, yeah? And it ruined his career for yeah, a long time. Yeah, they blackballed him rather yeah, than call out the producer. Him. Wow, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know. Yep. Yeah, Kristen talked about it yep. on uh, an episode of about a month ago, I think. Oh, I'll have to go find that because yeah, I, know, I didn't know which one that was. So, um, Yep. Hmm. But, yeah, if you haven't seen The Whale, watch The Whale. He's really good in The Whale. Really yeah, good. he's supposed to be. I mean, when you look at that guy from Elvis, and that guy, Elvis guy was really good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and apparently that guy's having lots of problems because he took on the Elvis persona and can't get rid of it. Oh. Oh, yeah. that's not yeah. good. <laughs> yep. You've ruined your career by playing Elvis? Yeah, so he'll have to do you know some well, of Elvis's other movies, redo the. Well, he could just go to Vegas and keep it up. Why that's not? That's true, too. Yeah, that is that's true. true. Just hole up and everything would work out just fine. So, you know, but it's... Uh, Creed's not bad. Creed's a good movie. John Wick's supposed it? to be really good, uh, according to Lammers. Um, seems like there's a couple other good, really good things out there. Um, there's a movie with Harrison Ford on Netflix, a oh. new one. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's it called? We were going to watch that. I don't remember. Great. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I'll look it up while you're talking. Talk amongst yourself, and I'll look up the name of it. Harrison Ford's been in a, quite a few things. I saw Mystery Murder Mystery Two came out. I didn't even know there was a Murder Mystery One. I didn't either. Yeah. Melissa was like, "Let's watch Murder Mystery," and I was like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah. So. And she was like, what "Oh, I just it? saw Murder Mystery Two. It's a movie with uh, with uh, Adam Chandler, Chandler and um, Sandler. Sandler and um, what's her name from Friends? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Ugh. Sick of her? She's always the same thing. She is. Is she the same thing in this She's always one? Rachel. I don't see anything with Harrison Ford. I Well, I did like her in The Morning Show on Apple. She yeah, was she very was good, good in that. that. I have to say that she wasn't as Rachel-y in that one. Rachel-y. So. Not as Rachel-y. It does not give the name of that movie. It gives the name of his movies Captain America and A New World, which comes out next year. Thunderbolts comes out next year. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Dial that's out, but that's Destiny. not the one we were talking about. It was something else. New Harrison. But I don't Ford. see the name of the movie we were talking about. Movie. I don't get it. It's it's interesting. Every once in a while you see. Is it Age of Adrenaline? No. Nope. Is that's that two, it? That's 2015. Oh, that's so, a, no, it's not that. Age of Adeline? 
or Adeline. Hey, that's it. There you go. Yep. Age Adeline. That's, that's, that's old. That's eight years old. Oh, it just is coming out. No, it's not. Oh, then it's not. That's not then it then. It's, I thought it was that. It starts with an A, though. Adeline. It's not Adeline, yeah. maybe. It might be. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't Decades see it after a near-fatal accident caused caused Adeline to stop aging at 29, she resists falling in love with a smitten tech mogul. So, mm. But you said that's seven years old. It's 2015. Oh. Yeah. Okay, maybe we thought it was new because we'd never heard of it. Well, I that, don't know. Netflix, every once in a while, stuff pops up you've never seen that's before. Yeah, I've never heard and of that. It's like, yeah. wow, this yeah. is great. And yep. then you, like, I watched some series about some co- high school that was overrun by zombies that apparently was like <laughs> eight years old. You know? oh. oh, was that yeah. Eye Zombie or whatever? Uh, Eye Zombie. Yeah, it had a weird name. I think, yeah, yeah like, something yeah. like that. And, and Harrison Ford is in a new comedy. This was released January 27, 2023 20, by the Associated Press called Shrinking. It's an Apple TV Plus comedy. Shrinking, so yeah, he's I working see that. a lot all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I think, actually, Tim it? has talked about that. No, I we feel don't like have we Apple had TV a Harrison Ford conversation about how much stuff he was doing yeah. lately. So, he's yeah. doing all sorts of stuff, yeah. yeah he is. He cool. was in 1923. Yeah, that was great. I love that series. It is interesting when these guys suddenly pop. Like um, uh, the guy from um, uh, the the guy um, Matthew o- or is it Matthew Oliphant? Um, Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Timothy he, Oliphant. He's been yeah. in a ton of stuff lately. You know. Um, yeah. After Deadwood, his career kind of exploded. Yeah. So he's been in a ton of stuff. The guy from Mandalorian has been in a ton of stuff. And Tim told me he doesn't even do the body in Mandalorian. He just Throws in his just voice. Just the voice? Yeah, that somebody else huh. is the body in Mandalorian until they need him, you know, for his face. Every, Take off his helmet. Every, yeah. you know, once in a while he takes his helmet off. Huh. So. Oh, it's like Darth Vader. Darth Vader's uh, voice was James Earl Jones, but right. he wasn't in the suit. Yep, that is correct. Oh, yeah, what was the guy's name in the suit again? Because they did name who was in the suit. The guy was gigantic. Yeah, he was like some enormously tall man. David Charles Prowse. Prose. Something like that. Pros. Who knows? Yeah, something like that. All right, that's going to do it for another week. So any closing thoughts? Mm. Looking forward to see what the indictment is about, just to see why why he got indicted. Hmm. Okay, now here's a question I do have for you, because I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, is everybody going to get indicted now? Yep. Are they going to indict everybody? everyone? <laughs> I think they should. Just indict the entire world. I think All they should. All of the world. How much money has been spent on, um, like, indictment? No, on sexual harassment cases. What oh, I, I read God. that to you. It was tons, tons of them. It was amazing how much money well, the taxpayers this, have been have been spending. This on wasn't a sexual harassment case. It's oh. ba- it's based upon him having sex with this with the, the the porn star, and then her getting paid by Cohen to be quiet be like before the election, money. and the only issue is is whether or not it, when they pay I I think because I haven't seen what he's charged with but supposedly the charges are whether or not the money that went to Cohen later was paying him back for what he paid Stormy Daniels that's it's not it it's pretty it was his own simple. Company. No, it was it was th- that money that they're looking at came through the election, came through the the they? came through the um, came through the the campaign funds, because Cohen was paid out of the campaign funds. Now whether that was just paying him as a retainer, I don't know, and we'll see what he's charged with. But the charges aren't based upon sexual harassment. 
Right. I mean, it's it's the fun thing. And but there, from what I understand, look, I don't have a dog in this fight. I think anybody who ever did this, I think they should all be sent to prison. To tell you the truth, my God, guys have been har- harassing women and attacking women for decade after decade. Yeah. And, well, they have. And I know. They should go to Washington. jail. All I don't of know. them. Like I said, I got. Like I said, if he did it, he should go to jail. And if he didn't do it, they should leave it alone. I, I just. I don't know. I, I just have a real problem. Every time one of these George Soros guys steps up, it causes us great, you know, stress in America. And I, I it just drives me crazy. I hate that goddamn Soros. Why don't you just go back to Hungary and piss off everybody? He basically destroyed Hungary and then left. Yep. That's the kind of great Shorted guy he was. Shorted their currency. Shorted their currency. Mm-hmm. Can we just have our own... Like Democrats and Republicans make all the decisions. What do you say? I'm saying get all foreign money out of American politics. I agree. All of it. Couldn't agree more. All right, behave, all of you. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.